Hey, welcome back to Fitness Minus the BS. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff Etherson, and I know it's been a little while since I have put one of these out, but amidst all of this uh, coronavirus stuff, I've been scrambling to get my uh, my members some at-home workouts and, and convert everything into Zoom coaching and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Um, but I had a great idea for a, for a podcast today. I'm, uh, I'm here with my lovely wife, Hannah. Hey. And many of you know Hannah, and... The idea is she, you know, Hannah has done many, many uh, bikini competitions. She's won bikini competitions. She's done great in that. But she's fallen into kind of something that I warn people about when it comes to fitness competitions is she only knows bikini competition dieting and she knows free for all, not really paying attention to her diet. So I thought... Which is right now. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought we could do kind of uh, a nutrition consult, which is, you know, essentially uh, I'm going to do this exactly the way that I would do this with, you know, any first time member or first time uh, consultant that I would work with. And uh, well, I mean, we'll we'll see if this is a good idea. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to say? That I... I, Us working together is not a good idea. (laughs) Well, <laughs> he already asked me how many grams of protein I think I'm eating. And I was like, well, duh, like my body weight, like 105. <laughs> and he looked at me. He's like, we need to be honest with each other. You know what? Fuck off. <laughs> 105. One, 149. Oh, wow. Jeez. Look at you. Coming clean. So, uh, so that's how we're going to start. And, uh, and I'm basically... Um, I'm just going to carry on this this consult as if all of you listening aren't here, and uh, we'll see how this goes. So she already mentioned protein. So your your protein grams at 149 pounds would be you know roughly between 120 and 130, right? So mm-hmm. once you have that total, since protein is kind of the most important of the macros, that's how we're going to set this up, right? So grams of protein per day is 130. So the next question is, well, how many grams of protein do you plan on eating per meal? And you had said 20. So I mean, we're, we're, we started this and we stopped it to grab the So if you divide, and you're gonna need your calculator because my phone is recording this, okay. and I know how good at math you are. Excuse me, I work in finance. With a calculator. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so divide. <laughs> okay. The, the grams of protein by however many, well, excuse me, you said 20 grams was, was about right for you, right? So divide 130 by 20. Okay. 6.5. No. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. But the, you, So 20 grams of protein, is that, we're going to screw this up already. No, 130. Divided by. Divided by. Six. Six. That's what 21. I needed. 21, yeah. That's what I needed. Thank I'm you. like, what? Okay. okay. 21 grams. So 21 grams of protein. For those of you following along and just got confused, that gave her the amount of grams of protein. She's going to eat six times a day, and each meal needs to contain 21 grams of protein for her to hit her goal. <clears throat> Great. Got it. Okay. Now, we need to determine grams of protein, or excuse me, grams of carbohydrates, right? Mm-hmm. Now... This can range, and this depends. And there's formulas, and there's stuff that you can do. Use. Do you want me to? Do you want me to tell you my ideal grams per meal of carbs? No, I don't. <laughs> You're not going to ask me that this, question. This is 
This is not a, a you know, you get no input into this. Got it. only the protein. Yeah, that's not, that's not how my nutrition meetings go. Tell me how much you'd like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great diet. So grams of grams of carbohydrates, um, just starting out. And again, you're also going to be less active than you normally would be. So there's a there's another layer that we have to accommodate or, or account for here because you're quarantined, right? You're only going to the office two to three days a week. Like your, your activity level is down. So if you have a, if your activity level is down, that means we have to either take food away or step up your activity on purpose, right? Which is like purposely going on walks or doing, you know, some cardio at home on your bike or that, something like that. So carbohydrates, I'm going to start you and are, are you wanting on on day calories and off day calories, or do you want one total to get started? I think I like one total. I feel like that's a little chaotic when I try to do different stuff on different days. Gotcha. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take your body weight times 0.3 for me. Okay. Body weight times 0.03. No, I said <clears throat> 0.3. Oh, whoops. Okay. Don't be messing up decibels. That's a That's a... Death sentence in your line of work. 496. Divide that by 9. Divide it by 9. 55. So 55 is kind of the minimum grams of protein. Or excuse me, fat. I keep saying protein over and over again. No, you mean carbs. Nope, I don't. Oh. Do not correct me. We're talking about fat here. Yes. So put that down for fat. Okay. That's that's the lowest you really want to go. 0.3 times your body weight is kind of the bare minimum fat that you want to be at. So... You don't necessarily always need to start there, um, but because Hannah's only going to do one calorie total, and I know how her head works about seeing progress, you know, get moving quickly. Yeah, because <laughs> tomorrow it's, we can we can be a little more aggressive in the beginning and add food if we start losing too fast. Right? What a problem! So you have what do you say? Fifty six. Fifty five. 55. So now we just need to fill in the rest with carbohydrates. So yes. take your one, hang on, we got math, we got math to do. Okay. So okay. 130 grams of protein times four. There's four calories in every gram of protein. 520. Write that number down. Okay. And then I think you already said that the fat was 496, right? Before you divided yeah. that by nine. Mm-hmm. Right? So you take your fat grams times nine because there's nine calories in every gram of fat. So 496 plus 520. Come on. 1,016. All right. So take 1,600 minus 1,016. Oh, my God. Okay. 1,600 minus 1,016. Minus 1,016. 584. Divide that by four, and that's your carbs. Oh, my gosh. That's so much happening. 146. All right. So just for those of you following along... So every gram of protein and carbohydrate has four calories. So overall, the most important thing here is your calorie total. Secondary to your calorie total would be your grams of protein because we don't want to lose any muscle while we're doing this. Uh, So now that you have that, we've got our macro setup. We've got our calorie setup. Now we've got to go break those down into your meals for the day, right? Yeah. So the next step is you're going to divide all those. The easiest way to do this It's not the only way to do this, but the easiest way to do this is to divide all of your macros by the amount of meals you're going to have, which we decided was six. 
Yeah, so for <clears throat> carbs, I did 146 divided by six meals is 24 grams. All right, so you got 24 grams of carbs per meal. Your and protein then, was 21, I think we already yeah. figured out. And then the fat is 55 divided by six. God, that is like brutal. It's like nothing. Nine grams of fat. Yeah, there you go. Is that even a tablespoon of peanut butter? Mm, just about one. It's disgusting. It's about one. Okay. <laughs> so now we have our meal set up. Now, again, as you get better at this, you can manipulate that. So you can have more carbs with one meal and less carbs with another meal. Like you can play around with it. But for, the, for beginners, this is the simplest way to do this. Keep it nice and easy. Everything's the same. And then over time, we can decide like oh, if you're hungrier at certain times of the day, we can move, you know, mm -hmm. you know, grams of fat or protein around. And but that's down the road. This is like I said, this is level one stuff here. So now that we have that, we have to turn those calories and macros into food. Right. Yeah. So the this is the, the, the easy part's done. Right. We did all the mathematics. Now is when you need to play with my fitness pal. Yeah, which I have done multiple times. It's just one of those things where, like, I can't fit Tempo, Urban Kitchen. And margaritas. Margaritas yeah. and Korean tacos. Well, I would, I would my... say that those are the problem. I do feel a sense of urgency to keep Tempo, Urban Kitchen alive. And so I feel that it is my duty to help them with takeout orders and order their pictures of margaritas. But okay. you cannot do that without ordering food. Do you remember that exercise we talked about, like start, stop, continue? Remember we talking to you about that? Where like you look at your goal and you look at what you're currently doing and you have things that you need to start doing, things that you need to stop doing, and things that you need to continue doing. Where yes. do you think tempo falls on your body goals? I mean, I, I know it's like is I it, should is definitely it a, is it stop. Is a start or a continue? No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's a stop. So... Well, we solved that. That was quick. Yes. So on my fitness pal, which I have definitely worked this out, it is def it, it's like it is a game of just swapping stuff around. So Yeah, and and what she needs to do now and you definitely don't want to have, have this on a podcast cuz it'll bore you to tears. But what the best c case of action would be. So breakfast seems to be the most common skipped meal for, with the people that I deal with. So you're going to want to start with breakfast. The easiest thing to start with if you don't eat breakfast, is a protein shake. It's the simplest thing to do. You can, I mean, it takes very little time to make. You can chug it down, you're good. What you'll find over time is, especially if you're training and you're lifting weights and, and kind of training the way that you should be, you'll start being hungry in the morning. You'll start waking up hungry and then you're gonna wanna fill that shake in with uh, a meal so that you can feel full because that shake's gonna go right through you. Um, but again, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make up a meal right now. So to fill that up, you let's say eggs, oatmeal. Um, you could probably get it done with eggs and oatmeal. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're looking at three eggs would put you at 21 grams of protein. The fat in that would put you it would put you a little bit over your 10 grams. Or you could do like egg whites and then just put like a tablespoon of a peanut, peanut butter, butter in your oatmeal. oatmeal. Look at you. So you know what to do. I know. You know what I've been really loving for such a long time is tempo. Dave. Yes. Temp <laughs> tempo. You know what? You you don't have a problem with me ordering it and bringing it home. The problem is, though, is that you don't have like a 40-year-old post-baby oh, body. Know. 
And so for whatever reason, your body burns through tempo Korean tacos and margaritas much more than mine does. Did you, did you just do the I'm old thing? Is that what you just did? Yes. Well, my body did change at 40. I can just feel it. I look at a cookie and it's just, it's like on my butt the next I'm, day. I am not going to allow you to say those kinds of things in front of this audience without smacking that down. The only thing that's changed is your activity level and your food intake. That's it. I know. That whole, like, I'm getting old, that's a bunch of bullshit. I wouldn't accept that from any client and I won't accept it from you. That is... The whole like metabolism slowing down thing, that's a bunch of bullshit. The only thing that happens is that people stop being active. They start losing muscle mass. Therefore, your BMR goes down mm-hmm. and they start putting on body fat, right? They, people also tend to start drinking more as they get older. Well, also just this quarantine life that we currently have happening here. I am finding that obviously it is a bit, it's a bit depressing. I mean, you know, it's like we're here, we're home. Of course, you know, it's lovely. We get to spend lots of time together. (laughs) But there's like nothing really to look forward to except for takeout margaritas, like something to have as a treat. So it's like my mind has been in this messed up place lately of just like I'm looking forward to ordering food from to go like when I go to work they're so kind that we're still coming in and and being gracious enough to be like hey let us buy you lunch every day you know what about looking forward to being in better shape when this is all over no I know what about looking forward to establishing habits and 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 succeeding in spite of right Everybody is going through something hard right now. And it's ex- the easy way out is to say, like, well, I'm depressed. This is a bad situation. <laughs> no one, you know, and it's, I, I guess, and this is something that a lot of people do is you look for the, like, any reason that you can use. And that's what you did, right? You just tried to use your age. And then you tried to use, I don't know, you said something else. And now. The excuses are everywhere all the time. If it's not quarantine, it's your schedule. If it's not your schedule, it's your kids. If it's not your kids, it's fill in the blank, right? Mm -hmm. There is always an excuse. Always an excuse. People succeed in spite of them, not because they don't have hurdles and they have problems and... You know, every, every, you know this. Right. Well, every, and I every just. Every transformation we've ever posted. You think mm-hmm. it was just smooth sailing for everybody? No. I mean, and I've been through it. I, I totally get it. I think I just have gotten into this like kind of depressed headspace where I'm still working out. It's not like how I was working out um, for obvious reasons. Um, you know, just. Uh, are you know we can't really go out and do a whole lot of things that we did before you know my taekwondo is now online and you know there's just things that are obviously a struggle so i found myself just kind of being depressed about the whole situation and just coming home and wanting to drink wine or whatever and i just told myself recently like okay i cannot drink monday through thursday like i just i've never i haven't done that in a long time i don't know why i'm doing that now well okay i obviously do know why but um, we went to the grocery store not too long ago and like Colton was in the <laughs> Colton was running around the store and I'm in like the bread aisle or something. And I hear our child like, Mom, your wine's in this aisle. I was like, oh, my God. And there's like women who are just giggling, you know, next to the aisles or whatever. And he's like, Mom, here's all the wine that you like. 
<laughs> was like, excuse me, I don't drink all the time. We're in the middle of a quarantine. It's an emergency. <laughs> anyway, I felt like a lot of people could relate. <laughs> That, <laughs> in that moment is and, that what that story was yes and I'm ashamed that my child thinks I'm just like an alcoholic so uh, you know if I if I could offer one piece of advice and this is kind of a universal thing where it's don't don't look for the easiest thing right uh, you know I just I just posted a quote a little while ago um, on our on our members page from Mark Ripito that said you know has easy ever worked better than hard no. Never. Then it never will. So in any situation, stop stop looking for the, you know, the easy thing or the acceptable thing or the like, you know, yes, I is there anything stopping you from working out or doing cardio or eating right right now? No. Nothing, right? Like I so, have a spin bike in our garage. Yeah. You also have a husband that owns a gym. I just don't know what's wrong with me. Like I just I get super inspired and I get into it and then I just burn out and I just feel like with everything going on, I don't know. I'm just like in such a sad, weird place. I know I already told you this when I was like in the shower and told you not to turn the light on, but, <laughs> but I'm, it's true. So I just, I usually get to a place where I need to go. Okay. Enough's enough. Like I have that breaking point. But so you need to readjust that breaking point. You need to make that a lot sooner. I know. Because that's another thing is people, you know, whatever that breaking point is, why is it 15 pounds away from where you want to be instead of like four? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get to that, get to that point sooner. I think a lot of people just let it, you know, they avoid stepping on the scale. You know, I just had a couple of members talk to or, or clients talk to me about that today. I was like, well, I haven't weighed myself because I'm afraid of what it says. That's not helping. <laughs> It's not okay. Seriously, not like I, I think step, that you, too. But you're so psycho. You have the scale literally right when you walk into the bathroom. When you sit down on the toilet, like the scales at your toes. Can we move it out of the way? Like I have to just. Are you weighing yourself every single morning? Lately, I have been just because I wanted to see. I know that my activity level has gone down, so it's kind of how I monitor what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like it's not. I'm not on autopilot. So because I knew my activity went down, I've actually been adjusting my food intake. And yeah, I'm seeing where that level is. It's I, I, I'm, I can either start doing cardio, which I despise, mm -hmm. or I can eat less food. Um, and I've opted for the eating less food part. So um, yeah, for, you know, when, I, when, I do, when I'm doing something like that, um, I'll weigh myself more frequently. But when I get it dialed in, um, I'll probably go back to like maybe once a week, every 10 days. Okay, because it, it's haunting me when okay. I'm peeing. But again, the scale should only scare you if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. <clears throat> right? Because uh. then stepping on the scale is anybody's guess. It could be up, it could be down, it could be sideways, and you have no idea why because you're not, you're not doing anything to control it. You know? And that's, uh, you know, a lot of people that weigh themselves all the time, women that are, you know, if you're, I say women because I work mostly with women, not because whatever. Uh, but they weigh themselves all the time. And it's funny because it's not, it's not like you're doing anything with the information <laughs> except getting mad. No, and, you're going to go cry in your room. Like, why? Like, why? I was going to have that candy and popcorn during that movie. 
Now it's not happening. Well, why ruin your... If you're not going to do anything about it, if you're not going to make changes, if you're not going to fix your diet, start exercising, why why ruin a perfectly good day by stepping on the scale? The only time you should be stepping on the scale is when you're trying to make changes and you're, and you're trying to fix the problem. Yeah. I think I just need to get, like, excited about eating food that isn't takeout. Well, we just need to start cooking food I mean, that's you know i know there, there's some people and and sometimes getting meat and stuff like that is a little bit tough right now but uh you know it's we can oh man that dog <laughs> our dog our dog just keeps farting and it's like toxic waste oh my God. i don't know what's happening i just i just bought him There's like some new bones <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're not a good mix with his gastrointestinal problems. Ollie, you stink. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, God. I'm going to be sick. On that note. <laughs> food doesn't sound good at all. We're going to wrap. There you go. Just have Ollie, did, uh, just have Ollie fart whenever you're hungry. Oh, my God. Okay. Also, did we discuss calories for me? Did you, I know it's you 1600. said 1,600 yeah. when we were, like, doing some math. Okay. 1,600. Okay. And again, that's another thing that's hard. It's, you know, I'm not definitely saying that everybody listening to this should do 1600. It's a highly individual thing. But um, hopefully you got some ideas on at least how to get started. Uh, shameless plug. Obviously, I, I do this for people. This is this is kind of, you know, what I do. Um, so if you're interested, you can always reach out to me. You can find me um, on Instagram, at Train Insane Gym, Facebook, Train Insane Gym. Or just shoot me a message personally, Jeff Etherson. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, I hope this was uh, at the very least entertaining. At the most, I hope you got some good information that you can use and uh, start making some changes during this this quarantine life. So thank Hannah, thank you very much for sharing your nutrition meeting with everybody. You are so welcome. It's been such a joy. Wait, let's just add one last thing because I know we, you and I had kind of a conversation the other day really quick just about how, what did you say? Like my bucket's full of shit, but <laughs> it's a just 10. butcher all my I'm stuff. sorry. Wait, no, I, I can do it. You need to stop trying to fit 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Oh, yes. And you got my buckets full of shit. Well, it feels like it's full of shit sometimes. Um, but no, just that part of this whole thing um, where I'm at is this is just that I pile too much um, on my to-do list than is so actually... Like a whole other podcast. Dang it. Really? <laughs> yes. I have so many problems. Okay. This is... That'll be part two. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that one. Got but it. But for right now, we're going to wrap this one up. So okay. thank you guys for listening and uh, stay tuned, I guess, for part two. Part two. All my problems. Talk to you next time. Bye.